Lavon Brooks. Wrongful convictions are a growing plague in society that harms the innocent in more ways than one. In the case of Lavon Brooks, we will see the effect of wrongful convictions not only on the victim, but also the community. Levon Brooks was wrongfully accused of the rape and murder of a three-year-old girl in 1990. The use of bite mark analysis ultimately led to the accusations of Brooks as well as another man named Kennedy Brewer. Levon Brooks was a resident of Macon, Mississippi, an infamous town of racial inequality including racially motivated lynchings. In Macon, he worked in the local club and was expecting his first child at the time of the murder. When he was 31 years old, he was arrested for the rape and murder of three-year-old Courtney Smith. Courtney Smith was taken from her bed in the middle of the night. After intensive searching, Smith's body was found two days later in a pond near her home. She had been raped and murdered. She had human bite marks on her arm. On January 22, 1992, Brooks was convicted of the rape and murder of Smith and sentenced to life in prison. He was declared guilty on the evidence of bite marks found on Smith's body as well as a testimony from Smith's five-year-old sister who said she saw Brooks take Smith and later identified Brooks from a photo lineup. Brooks remained in prison for nine years with no hope of a new trial. However, in 2007, new evidence from another case had given compelling evidence to Brooks's case. In 1992, Kennedy Brewer was arrested on accusations of killing his girlfriend's three-year-old daughter, Christine Jackson. Jackson was raped and strangled to death, and her body was later dumped in the pond. Police suspected Brewer because of his weak alibi and no sign of forced entry to the house. There were a total of 19 bite marks left on Jackson's body in which were used to convict Brewer. He was sentenced to death by lethal injection. Brewer then enlisted the help of the Mississippi Innocence Projects to help clear his name for the wrongful convictions. The medical examiners, Dr. Hain and Dr. West, conducted the autopsy on both Courtney Smith and Christine Jackson. They were already discredited by the time of Brewer's trial, but they used their testimony anyway. They were the first members ever to be suspended from the American Board of Forensic Odontology. In 2007, the Innocence Project's investigation led them to Justin Albert Johnson. DNA evidence linked Johnson to Jackson's murder, however the evidence from Smith's murder was too degraded to be tested. When Johnson was arrested in 2008, he confessed to both of the murders. Brooks and Brewer were then released and granted $500,000 from the state of Mississippi. By the time of their release, Dr. Hain and Dr. West had become infamous for their shoddy work as well as close relations with prosecutors often leading to false testimonies. 
Dr. Hain admitted to performing between 1,200 and 1,800 autopsies per year, while the limit is no more than 250. Dr. West was called out for repeatedly giving false bite mark testimonies, and they were fully discredited. This case shows the controversy and gray area in bite mark analysis. When people think of bite mark analysis, they think of the case of Ted Bundy, in which it was extremely helpful in catching one of the world's worst. However, in this case, it did more harm than help. We must be more careful before we convict innocent men and women and strip them of their freedoms and life.